two, one. Hey, everybody. Welcome once again woo, to the podcast. I'm going to try my best, my absolute best to put this episode on iTunes. All right. Uh, I figured uh, some way I had looked into the way of, of putting this uh, show on the po- on the podcasting uh, like uh, what is it called? The app on iTunes and all that stuff. So that way we can enjoy this on the road. If you do enjoy this, I, I kind of don't think anyone really is digging it too much right now, but it is cool. I'm just getting started. And that doesn't mean I'm going to stop doing it just because I feel like no one's really watching this or whatever, because it doesn't really matter. But man, I, I was just, uh, right before I started this, uh, sat down, I, like I, I was thinking, um, about a time when I was young. Okay. So I'm about to tell you all a little story. So when I was young, I wasn't really the bravest of kids. Like I would cry a lot or, or whatever. Um, but I remember one thing that, that, or one of the things that me and my friends back in the day when we were like really super young, probably like, I don't know, I would say like 10, maybe 12, 10 to 12. It was before our teenage years for sure. But, you know, we had neighborhood kids and back then we, we weren't like the kids are now like, like we don't hang, we don't chat with each other via text message or we don't, um, we, we didn't do stuff like that like if I wanted to hang out with my friends I would have to go to their house knock on their door and ask if they were home and ask if they could come out and play which I don't think that really happens anymore right they're kind of just um uh texting each other or yeah they just oh my goodness this thing just shot up like crazy like a SpaceX rocket this thing just shot up okay so, yeah when when we were young I had to see if it was okay if my friends could go go out and play and then what we would do is we would ride bikes i've had my bike stolen before this is the this isn't like what happens with kids anymore i I feel i'm pretty sure they have bikes i'm pretty sure they have scooters or whatnot but they're not as engaged with them as they used to be like i used to um, me and my friends we used to uh like ride skateboards and we used to hop over the fence of the school after school was over like you, you would think that would be like oh uh, we hate school or whatever and um the last thing i want to do is be at school but after school was over goodness gracious what's going on here but after school was over hold on let me fix this real quick but after school was over you know when all the teachers would go home um we used to hop over the fence sneak in and and ride our scooters or bikes or skateboards or whatever it was that we were into writing at the time and we would, you know, we wouldn't do anything wrong. Like it's not even, we were doing vandalism. It obviously wasn't allowed. Like there were signs everywhere that said no skateboards, no bikes, no scooter, none of that stuff, right? No skates. It wasn't allowed, but we still did it. You know, we still jumped over the fence and we got our knees scraped and we would uh, play in the jungle gym and we would hang out and, and be fun kids you know we could easily go to the park but there was just something well first of all the 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 local park where i where i lived it was a it was quite a quite a distance unless you were on a bicycle you could you could make that distance easily in the bicycle but uh i don't know the school was like closer to to all of us so it was easy to just hop over and just do do what kids do well what kids used to do i mean um 
and yeah i remember once when i was little like again i, I was a I was scared of a lot of things when I was young. Um, I was afraid of, I don't know, uh, getting caught and going to jail over stupid little things, over just hopping the fence and go. I mean, that is technically trespassing or whatever. So one day, me and my brother and a few of our friends, uh, or a few of my friends and my brother and a few of his friends, we weren't, like, really hanging out together, but we were doing the same things, right? Obviously, my older brother didn't really want to hang out with the little brother, but he wanted to go do his own thing, whatever it was that he was doing. I don't know. I never asked. Um, but we were doing essentially the same thing is sneaking over the fence of the school just to hang out or do whatever. We were just skateboarding. I have no idea what they were doing. Again, I wasn't questioning it. Um, but whatever, we were both inside the school and then the campus security decided to chase us. Right. So he chased us, uh, like, well, somehow we, we all came together, and he was chasing just a big old group of people. Uh, people scattered, and it ended up just being me, my brother, and a couple of my friends, right, the, who got caught over the fence. The campus security cornered us or something, and he was like, oh, you guys are in trouble now, you know, the whole finger wagging or whatever. And I started crying because I was like, what am I going to do? Like, my parents are going to be so mad. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get blamed for graffiti that was, you know, happening because that was happening at the time. I'm not saying it was my brother. I'm not saying it was his friends and it wasn't my friends. It could have been someone else. It doesn't matter. Right. That's not part of the what. I, but I thought I was going to get blamed for it. And I thought I was going to go to jail at the time when I was little. I thought the whole juvenile hall thing, I think was, I thought as soon as you get uh, placed in there, you are done. Like you're just the scum of society and and uh, you, you won't ever get a job, and you're just a really bad person forever, and people are going to think you're a badass, but not in a good way, you know, uh, and I wasn't ready for that, I wasn't ready for that, so I, um, so I started crying, because I was afraid that, you know, I was going to get thrown in prison for the rest of my life, and um, I had a teacher who was telling, who would tell me, or who he would tell the class and threaten him, like, you don't want to go to juvenile hall. You just don't want to do that. You know what they do f for you to entertain yourself? You, they give you a pen, a broken pen, and you have to put it back together. And that's your entertainment. And I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. That sounds terrible. Like, that's not fun, right? So I didn't want to do that. And, and you know, what's funny is, like, I would go to my room, and I would have a pen, and I'd break it on, or, like, take it apart on purpose. And then I would be like, oh, see, I could probably do this, but like I would do it like for an hour and I'd be like, no, I can't do that forever. So I would think that juvenile hall, it's like gonna, you're going to be there forever, which I don't, unless you stab another child or something, I don't think that can happen. Like if you're stealing something, they're going to throw you in there, scare you. Uh, it might get real for you, and if you're, like, a super delinquent, I mean, that was, like, our first offense, so I don't know why I was crying, and another thing, I don't, you, I don't know if anyone ever, like, wishes that they could go back in time with the knowledge that they have now and handle those very same situations, like, for example, if I would have been in that situation then with the knowledge that I have now, campus security could have stopped us, right? cornered us outside of the school and said oh you guys are in trouble now and i would have been like well i'm going home and that's it i could have just walked off because it's a campus security what is he supposed to do he has no authority what is oh i'm gonna call the cops call him go ahead i'm gonna be gone by the time you call them because keep in mind we they didn't have cell phones 
back in the day, so he had to go f- find a payphone or go inside the school, uh, call the police, and that was just going to take too long. I was going to be home already. So he's like, let me take down your names, right? Again, if I had the knowledge that I have now, it'd be like, I'd give him either a fake name or I'd just tell him to go screw off. Like, well, why would you, you can't ask me for my name. I don't know who you are. You could be some sort of pedophile, right? I could have said that, but I didn't. I started crying in front of everybody. And then there was a crowd of people. I don't know how this happened, but there was a crowd of people all of a sudden just watching me cry and making fun of me just because I was afraid. And my brother was like, dude, stop crying. You're not in trouble. You're fine. And then, but we were all young, right? So I remember we got a like letter in the mail and it had like the school, like the official school seal. And me and my brother both got freaked out. He probably won't admit that that he got freaked out, but we got freaked out because we're like, oh, we're going to get fined. We had thought we were going to get fined because again, there was like really bad people going in there and, and doing their graffiti and stuff like that. Like when I would jump over the fence to the school, I would go to play basketball. Right. I would go to ride my skateboard. And yeah, I understand that's not allowed. You know, chances are if I break my leg in either of those situations, I'm pretty sure the school could have been held liable or, or something. So I understand. I get it. Why? Why? It's why it wasn't allowed. But it's so much of a big deal that I was going to get fined. I don't think so. You know, I, I really don't think so. And it, it's just crazy the, the way things were with kids then. You know, we were kids and we would do stuff like that all the time. I remember once there was like an abandoned house, like around the corner from my house. And um, these other kids uh, dug up like ramps in the front yard of this abandoned house. Like no one had bought it. So they were like, hey, screw it. There's dirt. Let's just build some ramps or let's dig up some ramps. And we we went and we rode the ramps with them. And it was just like. It wasn't a neighborhood. These people that were just like, oh, let's, 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 we did these jumps and we we're like, oh, that's really cool. And we thought people were going to be, I thought we thought they were going to be cool and just be like, oh, the more the merrier. But they were like, <laughs> my brother was the first one who, who, who rode the ramps in front of them. And they were like, what are you doing? And my brother was like, well, I'm just going on these jumps. Like, just so very innocent, you know? It wasn't even like a, like, it was kind of like, dude, it's obvious what I'm doing. It's like, <laughs> you know? We were young and these kids were older and eventually, you know, it was, it was cool. But those are the type of things that we used to do. Um, we used to um, go down by where the park was at. There was this, uh, like, river bottom by where I live. It was the Santa Ana River. And there used to be this, like, motocross, like, um, track. Uh, for some reason, in, in, in Riverside, there was this motocross track. It was called Twin Palms or whatever. We used to break in and, and get in there, and we used to ride the or try to ride the, the, the track with our bikes. But those are the type of things that we would do is go on jumps. And I remember what, oh, my gosh. I remember once I was with my friend, Jose, and he was, like, new, like, super, super new, right? He wasn't just new to the school. This kid was, like, new to the country, right? Like, he was he came from over there. Like that's the only way that I can say it. He was a he was a wonderful guy. He was cool, fun. He was my next door neighbor for the longest, and we would have fun and and we built clubhouses and we got into fights with each other. He was a great guy. Wherever he is, I'm, I'm gonna have to look him up because that guy, he, like I grew up with th- that kid. He was my next door neighbor. He's one of my best friends back in the day. And like I said, we got along. We fought a lot. It was it was really funny, right? So I remember once we went to to. 
to that place, Twin Palms. And before you got to, to the actual racetrack um, or the dirt bike track, there was just these random hills that people turned into jumps. And they were very sketchy jumps. And these, like, older teenagers were, like, doing the most gnarly ones. And we were like, oh, you don't have the balls to do one of those. And we did and whatnot. And it was totally unsafe. There was no one wearing helmets. There was no one wearing pads or anything. Everyone was just, like it was like a free-for-all at this point like everyone had already known about it so there was like crowds of people now not crowds but there was like a good amount of, of kids that were going uh to whoever discovered it that sucks because obviously like that wasn't the intention to like bring it wasn't like an amusement park but it ended up being if you had a bike eventually someone would tell you oh you should go check out twin palms or, or even the jumps by twin palms so we were in the jumps by twin palms right and you know those bmx bikes that are like meant for jumping and they're light and they're you know built sturdy enough to re withstand these jumps we were not using those bikes we were using these like walmart mountain style bikes that for some reason at the end of the uh, at, at the end of the um handlebars there would be horns so you could grab onto it like the, for whatever reason i have no idea but the the handlebar was like straight you know, it wasn't one of those, like, motorcycle-looking, like, sturdy-looking uh, uh, handlebars. It was just a bar <laughs> with horns at the end, and it had, like, uh, you know, like, uh, those brakes where you would, you know, clamp down on it. And uh, the other guys, they had, you know, the brakes where you can, um, you know, step back and it would start braking. Um, and they had, like, lighter bikes, and we had these heavy-ass bikes. And for some reason, we thought that was acceptable for, like, jumping and and catching air or whatever so we would do stuff like that and i remember once it was one of the scariest moments in my life as a child i was probably like again me and my friend jose were probably like eight nine maybe 10 12 or so um i don't know i don't remember how old i was 11 it doesn't matter let's just say i was like 10 yeah and let's just say i was 11 or 12 all right getting closer to the teenage years Right. Uh, we still weren't really noticing girls. We were like still trying to have fun and, and, and do stupid things. Right. So we go to these jumps and I'm going over them like real good. And I'm choosing like the smaller jumps because I'm like, I can handle these like for sure. And no one and all the bigger kids or all the teenagers, they're not really jumping on these because they want to risk their lives on these huge ones, which I'm not even sure if they're huge anymore. They're it's gone. All I can't go back. And, and, and the only thing that that's left of it is my memories of it. But I remember once my friend Jose had went down to to like on his mountain bike and he was going up one of the like kind of bigger jumps. Because he was like, I, I'm going to try it. I have the balls. So he goes up it, right? And then on the other side, because these jumps were just like kind of hills, right? They were kind of like that. So you can jump up it like this and land on the other side or vice versa for some reason. One of these kids thought it would be a good idea to go the opposite side that everyone else was going. And they both kind of met each other in midair. Boom. When my friend was the other kid, he like fell and it was like he was okay, right? Like, nothing really happened to him. My friend Jose, on the other hand, fell on his, like, his bike fell over, and then he fell on top of his bike. And, again, I don't want to gross you guys out, but those stupid brakes, there's, I think there's a reason why they're not there when you're doing all this BMX stuff, right? And it's simply because of this. When he landed on his bike, that, uh, the brake, the brake handle 
went through his cheek or went in his mouth and cut his cut his mouth open somehow he needed stitches after this but this kid was he started crying i was so scared and i was like what are we gonna do like this he's he's done he's gonna bleed to death i would always think the worst the worst case scenarios i'd be like like what what are we gonna do like so we had another friend his name is hector and he lived really close to the park so that means he lived close to twin palms right so we go and I'm carrying him and I'm trying to push both bikes because he's he can't even concentrate because he's bleeding everywhere, right? It was it was scary, scary for a kid to witness at that point. Like at that point, like I had never seen that much blood like ever, except maybe in TV and like I'm thinking I, I think we may have watched Rambo when I was young and I, when I wasn't really supposed to, but it was crazy. Like so we ended up we were like i don't know we were trying to figure out how to make it to to our parents' house back home uh because we live next door to each other and like we we're like oh we're gonna get in so much trouble right um i thought his mom was gonna kill us and and it was just but it was scary i was afraid that like something was gonna happen i, I was afraid that he was gonna get infected or something and he was gonna die um so we ended up getting it to, to my friend hector's house and then my friend Hector got him some ice, and, like, his mom came home, and she freaked out. She's like, oh, my God, what were you guys doing? What were you thinking? And I was like, I think it's time for me to bounce. So I left, and I went home, and the next day, I get a phone call uh, from Jose. Well, not from, not from Jose, but, like, um, I forgot who called me. But he's like, hey, man, you should go check out on Jose. So the next day, I, I went over, and I was like, dude, how are you doing? It was like I visited my friend in the hospital for the first time, and he just had stitches, and he couldn't talk. And I was like, oh, that was a gnarly experience. It really was. But those are the type of things that kids used to do. Nowadays, it's like they, it's like the their phones have to be involved. Could you imagine if we had our phones back then? I would have had footage of this stuff right i do love technology and and don't get me wrong i i i I love having a phone or whatever but it's like man kids we gotta limit when kids have technology i'm not saying i want more kids to bust their their cheeks open or bust their lips open with bikes but it's like stuff like that doesn't happen anymore we're not digging up ramps and we're not you know launching ourselves and another another bike related story is i remember um when I was young, again, I, like I had the same group of friends, and then I also had friends that were like, they were cool with us, but we didn't always hang out, right? So, I was hanging out with like my friend Jose again, uh, my friend Eric, and then uh, some some white kid that he was really cool, and for some reason he's he just started hanging out with us. Like I've known him for a really long time, um, and his name is Evan, right? We made him eat dog food once. <laughs> which is really, really wrong. We dared him to eat. I think we either, uh, we all had a dollar and we're like, Hey, we'll give you, we'll each give you a dollar if you eat dog food. And then he's like, can I have hot sauce? <laughs> so stupid. Can I have hot sauce? And he's like, you eating it? And he's like, Oh, it's not bad with hot sauce. It's like, it's gross, man. It's disgusting. Most of us have had, have, have at least tried dog food. It's nasty. I don't know how dogs could eat that stuff. But anyways, <laughs> freaking evan Evan, like uh here here's the thing like hispanics we had to like make our own jumps i've done it plenty of times at home with like either things of wood like or or that we've had laying around or bricks and dirt or something like that like like we had to make our own jumps um 
not Evan. He was a white guy. He was a white kid. So therefore, like his parents would be like, hey, you're you're white and extreme, right? You love dirt bikes. So his parents had gave him like they, they all had dirt bikes and they all went riding and they all knew what Glamis was. I didn't even know what Glamis was until I was like 21. Right. So they his parents would buy him like BMX bikes and his parents got they weren't like rich because I know this because they lived in the same neighborhood as we did. But anyways, he would, uh, and I, I remember like they had got him like some ramps, like plastic ramps that you can, and they had X games on it. Like that's what they were meant for. And it was two of them and you just spread them up. They weren't attached to each other. So you would, you know, create a gap or, or it was totally unsafe. So I was killing it. Like I'm telling you guys, I was destroying it. I was like, I, I was just landing everything. And I was like, all right, put a bike in between. And then I jumped the bike and I'd be like, woo, yeah. And I was killing it, like I said. And I was getting super, super cocky. I was like, hey, Evan, lay down in the middle, man. Just trust me. I got this. Jumped over him. Landed it. I was like, hey, Jose, Eric, just line up like that, like like together. I'm, I got this, man. So I jumped over all of them. And it was great. It was perfect. Then I was like, all right, you guys, line your bikes, but long ways, right? And I was like, I'm going to jump two bikes, right? So I go for it. I catch my speed, and I'm going, and I'm going. And the next thing you know, I go, and I'm in midair. And I knew that I was not going to land it in midair, right? <sighs> so I'm in the middle of the air, and I'm already tipping to the side. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not going to end well. So I go, and, and then I, I hit ground, and I completely screwed up my arm it was scraped i was bleeding everywhere but that wasn't the worst part the worst part is there was this like mexican cholo dude that was off to the side washing his like cadillac and he was like wiping it down and then he just turns around and he goes oh shit oh snap oh did somebody get that on video oh my god and i was like oh no and I was already old enough to the point where I was like, ah, well, I'm not going to cry over this, but I was like hurt, you know? And then not only was I hurt, I was, I've never felt more embarrassed in my entire life. Cause this dude was like, Oh, he was like teasing. He was like, Oh, someone should have caught that on camera, put the, sent that to America's home or funniest home videos, which used to be a thing, right? Before we had these YouTube fail videos, we used to have America's home video or, or America's funniest home videos. And he was like, Oh, you guys would have made $10,000. Because that was the prize if you had a really hilarious video. And I remember when I was a kid, I, I will say this about America's funniest home videos is like these, you would always see these things and like, like these videos. And at the end, like towards the end, they'd be like, Oh, these, there's these three submitted videos. And we're going to pick the best one or the funniest one out of these three. It was always a white person, that one, the the 10000 or $25,000 or what, whatever it was. So it would, it would always piss me off. I'd be like, when are they going to get, um, when are they going to let a Mexican win that money? Little, I didn't know anything about taxes. All I saw was $10,000. And I was like, I have to get on that show somehow. But I never did. And maybe that's for the best. So he was like, so that was the thing to yell. That was like the world star of back then is, oh, you should have sent that to America's Funniest Home Videos. Oh, that was the world star of back then, y'all. So <laughs> I, I like I'm like recovering and, and like I'm like scraped up bleeding. And this dude, after he's done having his little uh, world star of the 90s rant, he's like, 
are you okay though, bro? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And I rode home and I was bleeding and I was scratched up everywhere. And my mom was like, what are you doing to yourself? You know, my mom beat my ass after that. She saw how much I was bleeding. That's that's just how it was being a kid in two, in the early 2000s, in the 90s. You know, in the 90s and early 2000s. Times were great, man. It's not that's not how it is anymore. Oh man, good times, good times. As a kid, man, like I, I've it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun as a kid, and like I w- like I said, I wish I could have gone. I, if I can go back and say, if I were to create a time machine, I would go back in time and give myself the knowledge that I have now, and I'd be a lot more brave. I'd be a lot more smart, and I'd probably invent the Tesla before <laughs> before Elon Musk did, you know. Uh, speaking of Elon Musk, uh, man, I, I was watching some some clips on, on Instagram, and uh, I guess it was, he was on an interview where uh, some lady had a, uh, it was like this old lady, like, interviewing him, and she's like, oh, so some people say, the people say that they're, that you're reckless, and that you're, you know, you've even smoked pot on a podcast, and he's like, well, I've never really smoked pot. I mean, like, if if you ask anyone who smokes pot, um, I didn't know what I was doing. So he's like, he doesn't smoke anything. He's like, dude, it's Elon Musk. He should have been like, Psh, you know what, lady? If I want to smoke weed, I'm going to smoke weed. And I'll, you know what? Elon Musk can smoke weed and still be smarter than everybody. He can. It's that easy. He's like, he's, he's you don't know how compiled and composed this man is in his head and and he even said if he was reckless his company would just go down under but he's not reckless he's definitely he's got it under control and if the man wants to to uh let loose and he was he was drinking scotch wasn't he He was drinking whiskey she didn't bring that up like oh my gosh you were drinking whiskey even though more people die from alcohol related deaths than marijuana but she didn't she, it's because look watch I'm not going to go ahead and say that that everybody should smoke pot and I'm not going to defend it and I'm not going to be against it. All right. But I will say this. I don't think it's what we what we have thought it was. Right. What we what we thought weed was in the 90s was like a, a powerful. Dr- My mom still thinks weed is the worst drug in the planet. Right. This plant. She thinks it's it's worse than methamphetamine. She doesn't even know what meth is. Right. Anytime we're acting crazy, she's like, no se estén portando como, como marihuanos. Like, don't be acting like a bunch of potheads. I went on a cruise uh, for my anniversary this year in October, and we were sitting with a bunch of detectives. Uh, my wife and I were sitting with a bunch of detectives, and there was a Canadian lady. Her name was Barb, right? And Barb goes, oh, they're about to legalize marijuana. Well, you know, just making just making conversation. This is right before Canada legalized nationwide uh, marijuana. And she was like, oh, they're about to uh, legalize marijuana in about a week in all of Canada. And then and then uh, one of the detective ladies, she was like, I forgot her name, but she was like, um, she's like, oh, yeah. But now you're going to have to deal with uh, people just acting just crazy because they're going to be on pot all the time. It's like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I have a few bits about pot that I can't wait to tell on stage. But uh, I will say this, man. It's, it's, it's not what people think. And I'm not saying that hey, everyone should go smoke pot. And I'm not saying that I smoke pot. But I'm just saying I have. I absolutely have. 
and I will tell you this right now, it is not what you think it is. If if it really truly was what it was, you'd you'd see me like, oh, I need I need I need some weed right now. Especially right now in California. I mean, in Riverside, in Riverside, there's like all the dispensaries are closed down. There's like you we're back to like getting weed, like as if it was illegal again. So that's why I don't really do that stuff, right? Because it's like I thought it was gonna be like going to Seven Eleven and buying like some beers or something, and that's not the case. But anyways, that that's beside the point, but. Elon Musk, do whatever the hell you want. Just don't kill us all. Don't invent AI and kill us all because that would suck a lot. So um, I asked for some questions on InstaSpace, on Instagram. Um, so let me let me pull this up real quick. Um, let's see. Did it do? Sorry, I was texting my wife. Anyways, so let's see if anybody had asked me any questions. Okay, so first person, uh, my dude Ty. Uh, talk about getting, talk about Laker getting Anthony Davis, bro. How about we talk about you? proofreading your messages before you send them fool no okay honestly here, here we go uh the lakers getting anthony davis all right so now that we're going to get introduced into the nba right here and i have some things pulled up right here but there's rumors going on all over the place in the nba right now where anthony davis and lebron james are talking and clicking and they're like hey we want to play with each other and obviously lebron james ain't going nowhere he's staying in la and it's more than likely that that the Lakers can get um, uh, Anthony Davis, which I don't want to happen. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I, me as a Boston Celtics fan, I wanted Anthony Davis, and it was always rumor, and it's always been on like rumor mill that that the Celtics were chasing after the Anthony Davis, and that would have been great. And that's what the Celtics need right now. We don't need Al Horford to play better. We need to replace Al Horford for Anthony Davis. That's the solution to the problems that the Celtics are having right now. Anthony Davis would solve all those problems. We'd win a championship. We'd be the best team in not only the East, but in the freaking world if we had Anthony Davis. Now, if the Lakers were to get Anthony Davis, they'd be probably the best team in the universe, son. It's too destructive. It's way too effective to have a player like LeBron James being matched side by side with what with, with arguably the best center in the league. What else are they going to get? Uh, um, uh, Russell Westbrook. Could you imagine that team? How destructive that that now that's a super team right there. This is a this would be one of the greatest one-two punches to come to L.A. Right? And yes, all. But I will say this, Ty, because I know you asked me this, bro. Why are you only worried about the Lakers? I get it. You're a fan of the, but like you don't care about any other team. Like that's the only. I'm not only going to talk about the Lakers because I'm not a Laker fan. Right. And also, I'm not going to talk about the Boston Celtics, too, because I don't want to be biased. Right. I'm trying to be I'm trying to create uh, as much of an even playing field for all teams as much as I could. So 
screw you for asking the Lakers questions, but I, I I will say that yes, if it's a big possibility because LeBron LeBron James and Anthony Davis were they had dinner like after they they after the Lakers beat the 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 Pelicans uh like like I think it was like last night or so so they went out to eat together and there's rumors that they're talking and then they're trying to set things up and more than likely I will t- I will say this more than likely Anthony Davis will be joining the Lakers and then it's going to be an unstoppable force and then the Lakers are going to win championships all over the place and then it's going to be the Showtime Lakers all over again <sighs> so if you're a Laker fan that's good for you but if you're a Boston Celtics fan if you're a, a Miami Heat fan if you're a freaking Cleveland Cavaliers fan for some reason uh I feel bad for 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 you guys cuz uh that's it it's over like there's no point to well there is a point but uh, speaking of the Celtics I mean they lost to the freaking Phoenix Suns last night or two nights ago to the Phoenix they they lost to the Milwaukee Bucks last night so they're just losing all over the place to more and more uh teams that are supposed to be unworthy opponents so um they're not looking too good right now let me look at the current the scores that have from last night right just to tell you guys where we're at so Cleveland again you know what Cleveland turned around for like a couple games and now they're losing they lost to Toronto they beat Toronto I believe this this month they might have beat Toronto uh the Detroit Pistons they lost to Charlotte last night and they also beat the Celtics like a couple like I think the earlier this week right so this is the weekend in, in in on December 21st. Last night was Friday, Friday December 21st. So these are the games that happened. I don't want to say the standings anymore cuz by the time I post this like the standings change. So I'm I'm done uh uh saying the current standings cuz by the time I post it the current standings are 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 different. They're they're not the same anymore. Atlanta beat New York uh, 114 to 107 on december 21st so you know the soccer teams are actually starting to slowly sort of turn it around uh milwaukee they're not a sucky team but they do they totally thrashed um the boston celtics they manhandled the seas i will say that and there was this play where um uh jalen brown dunked on uh Gan- on Giannis onto the kumpo the Greek freak, and then he flexed on him, but the Celtics were down like 15, so it's like, that. that's not the point, that's not the time to flex on anybody, your your goal should be, let's win the game, right, um, let's see, do, 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 Anthony, and this is another reason why Anthony Davis joining the Lakers is a complete possibility, right, um he doesn't really view as as a super max money as as like a, a factor anymore for his future like he's cool with not having super max money i mean keep in mind these M- N- nba players they're rich you know even the rookies are rich so maybe he wants to like really i mean because if he were to go to a team and win a championship his stock will skyrocket you know his, his, any team that might want to invest in him are gonna have to really put it down after he he's a champion and trust me like no one wants to i don't think in the nba the the great players want to go throughout their entire career without winning a a championship that's not the goal the goal is to win win a, a, a ring right that way when you when you retire people are like he's won this many championships with this team and he's great and and this is the reason why you know uh, other than that, we might have another Charles Barkley. 
you know, he's a great guy and he's an amazing player, but you kind of wish that he won a championship or two, right? Especially in that panel that he's with 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 uh, players that had that have won multiple championships, you know. Um, do 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 do. Porzingis kind of looks like an old man now, but he he might be coming back pretty soon, probably by February. Um, and yeah. That that's enough of the NBA. I'm not going to spend too much time on the NBA today. There's not there's there's been a lot of it's mostly rumors about Anthony Davis joining the Lakers. Which, like I said, if that happens, that that will be some sort of powerhouse. That some something that would happen, right? Uh, LeBron James is playing like a freaking beast, son, and so is Kawhi Leonard. So these two are the arguably the best. Uh, LeBron James is by far the best. Uh, small forward, power forward in, 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 in the West Coast. And Kawhi Leonard right now is probably like the best small forward in the East. So take that with a grain of salt, yada, yada, yada. Okay. Uh, my boy Ants asked me a, a real, real deep question, which is, uh, when is the world going to end? Well, look, here's the thing. I think about the end of the world all the time. I really do. Um, it's mostly the super volcano. That's what's really been on my mind. Uh, simply because if it's freaky, it's a reality. And uh, according to science, to some scientists, it's about to bust. Right. So that's, it's a freaky, 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 freaky. So I have no idea. Uh, I kind of want to get out of California for that very reason. That's one of the reasons is like, if there were to be some sort of natural disaster, uh, God forbid, if, but if there ever was, some sort of disaster where people need to evacuate, we are so screwed. You might as well walk, really, because, like, I was in traffic the other day, just this extra holiday traffic, just coming from work one of these days, and it was, it was, yeah, it was not, it was, I was like, good, really? Like, this is Riverside, like, what's going, why are we having so much traffic in River? Like, like, I didn't even know there was this many people here, but there's a lot, we're overpopulated over here. And in L.A., it's even worse, you know, like you ever see uh, um, they, they, you know, the helicopter taking footage of the traffic. It's insane. It's insane. The, 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 the just when you're in gridlock, it's just it's impossible to drive there. So could you imagine if every single person had to leave? Scary. That's even scarier than the end of the world. If the end of the world were to come, I hope I, I go quick. Right. Because I don't want to have to deal with the survival while everyone else is trying to deal with survival as well. Just take me now. Just take me. Uh, my wife um, asked me a question as well. Um, can we open our presents on Sunday? I don't want to because I want to wait till Christmas, at least Christmas Eve. It's only one more day. Like, come on. My wife has been asking me she wants me to open my gifts so that means she got me something that that she feels i'm gonna be very excited about but here's the thing as i've gotten older like i love the, the idea of gift giving and receive giving and receiving gifts but i i've i, I think growing up the, the i i've just been way more patient more like i just i don't know i'm just i'm able to wait now I feel like you know you can wait all you want, and you're you're eventually gonna get what you what you earned, and you're eventually gonna get what you deserve. But if you were patient, like there's nothing wrong with being patient. So, um, yeah, I mean, look, I, I will say this to my wife: if you want to open them on Sunday, if you want to open yours on Sunday, go ahead. 
if you want me to open mine on Sunday, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I like to keep it kind of traditional and be like, hey, at least on Christmas Eve, we spend time with each other. We open our gifts, you know, because if I open my gift now, I'm, I'm going to use it or, or I'm going to be excited about it. And then I'm going to have to go about the rest of the week, you know, like like when you know, I still got to work on, on Monday. So could you imagine like I come home from Monday and we have the, the day off the next day and I open my gift and it makes it more enjoyable because not only am I opening it in front of you and you're going to see the excitement in my face and not only are you going to open your gift, but and then after that, we get to hang out with each other and just spend time with each other, maybe drink a glass of wine and, and, and whatever, you know, so uh, I'd rather wait. But if you don't want to wait, then then like, let's not wait. You know, um, and that's it for the questions, y'all. Um, again, like I, I'm, pro- I'm pretty much gonna answer these also on Instagram, but I wanted to give people the the opportunity to to get a shout on on the podcast. Again, I'm gonna try to my my very very best to to post this also on on um, on iTunes. So uh, I'm I'm figuring out how to do that. So hopefully, uh, you're listening to this episode on the podcast app on iTunes. So, but if not, it'll remain here on YouTube or whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, as long as y'all stay classy and you know what? I will say this. Merry Christmas, you guys. Uh, Christmas is, is almost here. Uh, take care, uh, love one another, uh, uh, cherish the families that you have in front of you. And, and remember, it's not about receiving the gifts. It's not even about giving the gifts, man. It's about the gift is right there. It's your families, the people that love you, that want to spend time with you. Uh, don't make work. This is the, the time where we're like, don't make it about work. Make it about family, right? Don't make it about the numbers that are that are coming in. If, if you're passionate about work or whatever, just put that aside. Take a deep breath and relax. And relax and hang out with your family. No more, none of that tension that's going to have that happens throughout the entire year. All right. So you guys, Merry Christmas. Uh, I will probably post another podcast before New Year's. But in case I don't, Happy New Year's and stay safe out there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's been fun. It's been great. Let's get on out of here. Peace.